Alright everybody, welcome back to Grindstone Adventures. This is episode 5 of the podcast. Um, so I tried to record this episode uh, a few weeks ago, week, week and a half ago, somewhere in there. And my microphone, original microphone, was having issues. So I ended up having to re-record, so here we are. Uh, it's my buddy, Sergeant Joe Newell, U.S. Army. Um, he's down in Kentucky right now for a few more weeks, and he goes back to New York. Um, he's a short little bastard, but we love him all the same. So we'll welcome him into the show right now. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Oh, uh, what's going on, pal? Oh, I'm just sitting here talking to you. Yeah, yep, yep. What a, what a, what better way to spend a Monday night? I mean, I could think of a few ways. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, so can I. I could think of a lot of, a lot more things I'd rather be doing tonight than talking to you. But it's all right. Ah, <laughs> uh, what have you been up to? Shit, man, just uh, getting through these last couple weeks. Uh, you know, schooling down here in Kentucky, and you know, get back to New York here for a couple months. Going to be finally, finally upgrading to a truck here when I get back too. So, I'm no kidding. Hell yeah, yeah. What'd you find? Uh, it's a 2017 Dodge Ram. Got the Hemi in it and everything. You know, let's fifteen hundred or yeah, fifteen. Okay. All right. But I was like, shit, if I'm going to be moving out to Montana, I might want to make the move on a truck, and, you know, the finances are where'd right, you, right now. <laughs> where did you find it at? Do you find it down in Kentucky somewhere, or is it, do you find it in New yeah, York? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's probably it's about an hour and a half, two hours away from Fort Drum up in New York. Down It's uh, down in Rochester, New York. You better do some inspecting on that frame, make sure there's no cracks, no major salt damage. Oh yeah, no, I yeah, it's it's it'll be we'll be good to go. I mean, I've already I've already gotten all the Carfax from it, and you know all the present pictures, everything looks good. The only thing I really want to, you know, I'm really gonna definitely be checking out big time is you know taking a look up underneath, seeing how rusted out it is. It's, you know, if yep. it's too bad, then then we're probably gonna go ahead and just put the pause on buying that truck for now. But yeah. Well, hopefully it works out for you. Um, I say when I, you go to test drive it, if they have it running when you get there, that means you ain't gonna be able to do a cold start and see how the engine cranks. Because um, nine times out of ten, if there's a small problem that might turn into a big engine problem later, you start you cold start it, you'll be able to hear a little bit of a knock or something like that. But it, a lot of times dealerships will warm it up before you get there, so you can't hear that. And the way around that is take it for a test drive and red line the motherfucker pin it see what it does if, yeah that or just don't tell them the time when i'm showing up and that way it, exactly yeah it ain't right so yep they they had my truck when i went and test drove it and before i bought it i told him i called him i said hey you still have it and they're like yeah and it's like well, what time you close and like here in an hour i was like fuck i don't have much time all right i'll be in there so they kind of knew i was coming because they were getting ready to close but um I took it down to, I got down there and got in the truck and oh, dude I pinned it they let me and Zach Blake test drive it by ourselves no one in the truck with us so I, I pinned oh, that's, that's I, a great idea I know right well at the same time they test drove my car to see how good the car was for the trade in but I pinned that sucker and I went right past my car with the dealership guy in it <laughs> shit man I, was, I, don't, I don't even my, my car <laughs> that, that thing you ain't gonna that, get much out of it no that thing needs Jesus what year is it 
That's the 2011. Um, How many miles were on it? What's that? How many miles were on it? Probably a lot. Shit, fucking 140,000 now, I think. That's it? Yeah. Dude. I've had it for five... I had it for about five years, and I had my car for two years, and I bought it at sixty-eight thousand. When I traded in, I was at one hundred and twenty-five. Well, congratulations! <laughs> I got eleven thousand out of my car. It was newer, but you should still probably get close to seven, six, seven grand, maybe. Le- well, probably five to seven grand. Put it there for my car. Yeah, you're high. I'm not. If I get a grand out of that thing, well, what's all I wrong with it? I haven't seen it in a while. What's wrong with it? When all. I think the better thing, I could give you a shorter list of what isn't wrong with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, there's always that. I didn't have anything wrong with my car. Uh, no, it, I mean, it did good for me. The car did. I just, you know, I, with all the freaking traveling I've done the, over the past few years and being gone and away from that car, you know, it was hard for me to really get good maintenance on it and good time. And Yeah, I know that feeling. Being a little immature with money also, you know, kind of set me back. And, you know, the past couple of years, I finally, you know, buckled myself down and was like, yeah, let's, uh, let's, get our, let's get our life together here and start making some big boy choices. So I feel that. So, uh, well, I seen you went to the Baseball Hall of Fame this weekend, last weekend. Uh, no, the Baseball Hall of Fame is up in, it's, uh, that's up in New York, actually. It's about two hours away from where I'm stationed out up there. I was at the uh, Louisville Slugger Museum where they make all the, they, that's where they make it. All the Louisville Slugger bats are made. So. Oh, okay. How was that? Oh, dude, it was, it was wicked. It was really cool. That's pretty good. I, I ain't never been there. I mean, I'm not much of a baseball person, but I still think that'd be a cool place to go. Yeah, I definitely recommend it to anybody that it, anybody gets a day or whatever and some time in Louisville, definitely check that place out. How much um, was it to get in? Shit. Well, for for us, we got nine. For the guys and I that went, we got in for nine bucks, but for regular people, it's uh, 18. Oh, that's not bad. No, in eighteen bucks you get a whole, you get the full tour of the factory and everything, and like a, get like this cool little mini bat at the end of it too. So, oh no, kidding. Yeah, the the warehouse was was really cool. That was probably my favorite part of the whole thing because uh, you actually go back there and they're making like they're already making all the bats for well, I mean, spring training's right around the corner for the big leagues anyway. If they so. can get out of their lockout. Well, yeah, that's true. I fuck, I keep forgetting about that. I say I don't follow baseball, but I know they're in a lockout because one of my buddies keeps complaining about it on Twitter. Yeah, they are on a lockout. I, I forgot about that. Whatever, but they, you know, you go back in the warehouse and they've actually they got like all the all the all the big time players. Like we saw like their shelves with like the order numbers and paperwork for the shipments and stuff with all their bad mate just getting ready to ship. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like it's like send one of them bats my way or slap my address up. Yeah, no kidding. That'd be cool to have. So, uh, you finally figured out where you're going this summer. Yeah, we're moving out to uh, Missoula, Montana. Um, be heading out there probably the end of July. I'll you know take take my leave, come spend a week or so in Ohio before I head out west, and yeah, start start the three year journey out there. See how it goes. So. You excited? 
oh, dude, I'm stoked. I cannot wait. Uh, you know, I've always wanted to live out west, and I think, you know, like, um, I, I was a little, you know, I didn't really choose this path. The Army kind of chose this next path I'm about to be on for me. Um, but, you know, I, I was like, well, at the minimum, let's see if I can at least get someplace cool and, you know, you know, just request it and see if it's an open spot. And sure enough, it was. So. Oh, so you chose Missoula? Yeah, so they gave me three choices um, as far as, like, in, the, in that region, out, out in that area. Because mm-hmm. um, we work for the, we'll be working for, like, the, the big dogs are in Salt Lake City, so. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's, it's a huge unit that covers multiple states. So, you know, I, I requested two places in Montana and then uh, one place in Wyoming also. I've been cool to go to Wyoming too, though. Yeah, well, I'm not going to be uh, too far from it at all. I'm, no, you're going to be within driving range of the, at all out yeah. there. Yeah, well, where Missoula is, I'll be, you know, probably about an hour, if that, from the border of Idaho and mm-hmm. right up on the handle of it. So yeah. we'll be pretty, not far from the border of Washington either. And Have to make sure you stay out of Las Vegas. Shit, that ain't happening. You, I'll, be, I'll be there. <laughs> I know. It'll be a monthly trip right there. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to find you a new farm to go work for. I know, man. I, yeah, it's 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 gonna suck leaving the farm up in New York. You know, it's been such a good, you know, a great place for me to be able to just go, kind of escape the the army world for for weekends at a time, and you know, get some get some more good blue collar work in. Go out and run tractors for them all. You know, spring, summer, and fall season, so. Yeah, I mean, you have to meet yourself a new farmer out there to go work for it and get permission to go deer hunt since you'll be able to, yeah, you know, deer swing hunt again. Down, swing down to, uh, go swing on down to John Dutton's ranch and see if Yellowstone needs an extra hand. Yeah, they're going to look like, like, we got your kind covered. <laughs> we, we need people <laughs> five foot eight and taller. Yeah, right, yeah. You're going to have a size limit of. I guess. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you're going to have to find somewhere out there to go deer hunting and, and uh, show me what those Montana whitetail look like. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't really, I've been doing a little bit of research as far as the hunting stuff goes. I don't know if hunting's going to be a thing that happens for me, unfortunately, this year out there. Yeah, um, I mean, probably not. You're going to be getting settled yeah, in and stuff. I mean, I'm going to be getting there right at the start of hunting season, and right. you know, you know, I, I need to get get oriented with the area, you know, get used to the new line of work, and um, find places to go hunt. Yeah, find some places to go hunt. Do do some scouting. I know I'm I'm, I'm already planning hiking trips and stuff like that. So you know, yeah, that's definitely going to be scouting out hunting spots while I'm out hiking. Well, I hope you find some somewhere to help blow your steam off like you did up in New York at a farmer's home. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those man. are the best yeah. type of friends to have, farmers. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think you know, everybody, I think, it doesn't matter what line of work you're in, I think everybody just needs uh, a little uh, an escape. And whether that's, you know, I found I find mine with hunting and farming. Um, yeah. any, chance I get, any chance I get to get in some big-ass equipment and go, you know, Fuck shit up out in the field. I'm doing it. So, yep. So my escape is uh, deer hunting. So, 
well, I, actually, I looked it up. Missoula is like four and a half hours from a couple of the ranges to go hunting Colorado for elk. So, yeah, when I figure um, out what week I'm going next year, I'll make sure I, I give you like plenty of time advance so that way you can take off and we can both go try and get an elk. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can tell you one thing. I don't think anybody's going to be shooting me in Carrollton, Ohio the next few years once I get moved out there. I don't blame you. If they want to see you, tell them hop on a plane or get in a car and come see you. Oh, yeah. Yep. I've, you know, I've done my traveling these last damn near seven years and let everybody else get their travel in. And Hell, if I stick with this company for a little longer and it gets slow, I'll tell them, hey, send me up to Montana for a couple months to work and I'll just stay at your place. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely love to have you in my house for two months. Who said two months? Maybe it's going to be four months. Shit. But, yeah, me and Lane this weekend, uh, we were talking about, you know, the hell with all these real jobs and stuff, and I, let's just pick up, move out west, and start, go to outfitting school, and go work for a couple outfitters for a couple years and get our name built up and our respect up and then we'll start outfitting for people and going hunting all the time and work as outdoorsmen. Yeah, man, that that is just the freaking dream right there. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that you know, like, I, I just, every, every single day, I just, like, I wake up and I just, like, miss farming. That's, like, all I want to do is farm and hunt, like, every single day. Right. So, so you know, like, I'm at least, you know, I'm at, I'm at least going to go to an area where I can make that a possibility again to do so further down the road. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's just going to be a matter of, you know, uh, you know, right, the right timing for me and jumping in on these opportunities when they, when they are available. So, oh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of opportunities, even if you miss a few. And so, you're going to have way more opportunities than I will over here. Oh yeah, I mean. I, uh, the opportunities out there are just going to be endless. So it's you know, uh, it's just going to all all be about you know the right time and for everything. So right, we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens when we get out there. Though I'm definitely super pumped to get going. Obviously, I've never been out west past uh, Sherman, Illinois, but I will tell you this: there'll be a lot of opportunities. You know, things will happen out there. Like you'll you're going to see some big animals, but don't. I know you, you'll miss a few shots here and there. Don't, dude, there's so many there. Just take it, roll roll with the punches and go after the next animal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, miss, missing's, you know, part of it. You shoot, you shoot as often as possible and you try and build that memory. And mm -hmm. um, But, you know, sometimes something just happens. Like, maybe it's, maybe you're just overexcited. Maybe, maybe you even... I don't know, bumped the site or something on the way out there and threw it off a little bit. You know, endless possibilities. Like, I you know. Gotta do it. <clears throat> Go ahead. I, I I need to get back to practicing my bow every day, but I can't at the moment. I need a new D loop. I punched myself in the face a couple weeks ago. My D loop frayed, and as I, I went to pull to it back, that. huh? I would have paid to see that. Oh, I bet you would have, dude. I, it was, dude, it, didn't, it it stumbled me. I mean, I tell you, like. <laughs> I've been hitting the face before where I looked at someone and was like, did you really even, did you even touch me type deal? But this time, like, I hit myself so hard in the face, I thought I almost knocked myself out. 
Yeah. But, I mean, I was in the process of pulling the bow back, and the D-loop <laughs> is so frayed that my release hit the skinny part of the the D-loop where it's frayed, and it slipped over it. It didn't, like, pop off. It didn't hit the trigger. It just slipped over because it's not thick enough to stay in the, loop, the release anymore. And as soon as it did that, I was maybe quarter of the way drawn back, and it slipped off in the backside of my hand with the release buckle, and my knuckles came back and drilled me right in the fucking nose. Oh my Good. Dude, I, I almost fucking fell down, but then I had realized, hey, I live in an apartment, and I rent it. I got to go see if that arrow just put a hole in the drywall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I think... I might get the the uh, the MPs would probably get called on me if I tried shooting my bow in my barracks room. Um, you play some real loud music and just shoot. Ain't nobody gonna hear. Yeah, it. yeah. Play some real loud music. That that those barracks ain't soundproof for shit, man. <laughs> you go up there on a freaking Friday night and it sounds like a petting zoo. Oh, I, I would rough. That'd be rough. Oh yeah, yeah. It's rough, man. Oh. But I mean, I ain't paying shit for it, so. So things work out. You gonna, you gonna stick out there in Montana area and buy a farm and homestead? <laughs> oh man, that's that's like I, I say it a million times. That's the dream, you know. It's I definitely, you know, I, I would love to have just my own little area, you know. Maybe 40, 50 acres or so of land, nice little, decent little house, maybe a couple horses and, you know, just, just live peacefully. But at the same time, like, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just taking all of this a day at a time going out there. And, yeah. and uh, you know, cause especially this contract I'm currently on is going to take me right, right up to the 10 year. Uh, actually this current contract ends one week before my tenure mark in the army, so yeah, there's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of decisions, you know. Decision of hey, maybe I get an opportunity to go do something outside the army, and then there's that decision of I'm halfway here to yes, might, exactly. you know, might as well hit the yeah. other half. Yeah, that's that's really what it comes down to, and so you, know, you I, and Drake I, I, are the same in that. Like Drake will be at ten years, about a about a year or two before you. So, yeah, probably. So, yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, it it, it all it just it just depends. That's that's the best I can say for damn near anything I talk about is it really just it's just gonna depend. Yeah. On, on what there is to what I got to look forward to, what kind of opportunities I stumble upon out there. So, you know. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Hey, you know damn well I'm gonna do my best to get out there and visit. I, I've tried to get up to New York a few times, and then, you know, finances hit a little tighter. Something happens. <laughs> but you don't want to go up to that fucking state anyways. Not not really, but, you know, I was going to go up there to see you anyways. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you, it's beautiful country out there. It really is. Like, upstate New York is a really pretty area, but that's all it has going for it. I mean, yeah, everything else is good shits for the birds, you know. But, um... Yeah, come on out to Montana. Um, I'll point you. I'll point you in the direction of the nearest hotel. <laughs> Your guest bedroom. My guest bedroom. Um, I was thinking my guest bedroom is where I was going to get a stripper pole put in it. Are you going to strip for people? Are you? 
Yeah, a little extra income on the side, you know. Hey, no, you, probably not. You can make an OnlyFans. That shit's starting to go big. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> Use foot pictures. Nope. Sell a jar of toenails for five bucks. <laughs> Go to Victoria's Secret, buy like a twelve pack of panties, and then sell them online for double the price, saying somebody's been inside of them. <laughs> and so, like Mia Khalifa's been in these. Give me four hundred dollars yeah. for him until someone tests it, like figures it out. Like he's frauding people. Mia Khalifa, that poor that poor woman ain't never gonna get to live a normal life. Oh, she did it to herself though. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Whatever. I mean, I've also heard that she's got AIDS, and that's why she got kicked out of the industry. But I've also heard that she got taken advantage of, and that's why she left the industry. So I don't know what the fuck the story is. I just know she chose that life. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the story is either. I don't. I don't normally go on my Google at two o'clock in the afternoon and see what Mia Khalifa is up to today. I don't either, but you know, I got friends that are still in college that are four years younger than me, and I'll just say this about them: they're some curious bastards. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's whatever, whatever gets your gets you through your day, I get. <laughs> whatever gets your motor running. So, uh, what what's gonna be like in New York until you leave? You just gonna sit around, smoke cigarettes, drink beer until you leave, or you go plow snow, or what's your, what's your plan there? Oh, I mean, probably probably try and get in on some fishing with some of my family down in Rome, New York. Um, Is there some good fishing around there? Yeah, I mean, I don't, fishing's something I was never, you know, as into as I am with, you know, most other outdoor activities. Yeah. Um, my my cousin JT, he's been, he, him and a bunch of his college hockey buddies, they're, they're all big figures on their off day. So, um, we've been we've been trying to get some fishing fishing plans together here for spring summertime. You know, just the last couple months there. Other than that, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll probably put in some more work out on the farm and, um, you know, on my on my day off because so. I mean, they're 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 really not gonna have much work for me, anyways. I leave, you know, about three four months after I get back, so they're not really gonna. Yeah. I, they're not gonna stack my plate too heavy. Knock on wood, but. Well, I mean, that gives you time to get ready to move too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna be the big thing, you know, just um, getting getting packed up what I what I need to get out of the way and get all my gear clean that I have to turn in before I leave and. What's that like? Like, what kind of stuff do you get at each base that you'd have to turn in? Well, it, it depends, you know, because like when you when you move from one base to the next, you you have the option to keep the gear you have, mm-hmm. and that. So, like for me, all of the stuff I was issued at Fort Stewart, um, I just packed it up and took it with me to New York. And when I got to New York, the only thing they had to give me was like the extreme cold weather gear that we get up here. Yeah. Um, and other than that, that was it. So, like, it's it's nice because if you're getting the full draw of bullshit, then you know you're going to be there for three, four hours getting all your crap. Oh wow! And 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 then you got to you know load it into your car, and then you got to you know take six, seven trips back and forth from your car to your room to get everything put up there. And then after that, you got to put it all together. So, uh, it's, so um, that sounds like a mess. 
So as far as this tournament coming up for me here in the summer, I got no idea yet what I'm keeping and what's, you know, going to just stay up here at Drum, get turned in. and Yeah. Uh, well, you're going to we'll need see. that extreme cold weather gear, more than likely. Well, I'll, I'll get it again. I'll, it, it'll get reissued to me, you know, just some probably better, not better, but a little newer stuff. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, other than that, though, you know, it's, it's like I said, just all the getting ready to move and everything, especially, you know, I'm, I'm looking at possibly promoting here in the next couple months, which which is going to be awesome financially, but it's going to be a kind of a pain in the ass just because I'm going to have to move out of the, move out of the barracks and, you know, find a place to stay and wow. um, just for a couple months. So, um, what rank will so, you yeah, go well, to? What's that? What rank will you go to? Oh, staff sergeant. You're not allowed to live in the barracks as a staff sergeant? No. I didn't know that. Nope. Nope, nope. I mean, I, I, it used to be you could, and that's, you know, um, but yeah, no. I, most places now are just sergeant and below. You're going to be living in the barracks unless you're married or have a kid. So that's wild. And I don't have any that I know of, so I live in the barracks. <laughs> God damn it! That you know of. Yeah, I know of. There's some there's some um, tiny sorry. Italian humans out there wondering who their dad is. Yeah, bunch of bunch of tiny little fucking meatballs roaming around. <laughs> oh my goodness, I could not imagine many yous. Looking for looking for their dad, old Joey bag of donuts. <laughs> he went out for milk and never came back. Well, <laughs> yeah, went out for milk and a pack of Marlboro Reds and the milk was too good he couldn't come back. back. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez yeah I'm so glad my family still hasn't disowned me that you know of that I know of <laughs> <laughs> oh there's days where I say the same thing well I know Jimbo's never gonna never gonna pull that card cause uh, he's he's about as vile as it gets I'm say where you get it from right there no, I think I get it from your dad. The bald piranha? Oh, old Donnie. Donnie boy. I, I mean, he wouldn't never guess my dad has, says some of the shit he says until you play cards against humanity with him. And oh, jeez. Like, it's like you look at him like, what the fuck is wrong with no, you? We're going we're gonna to schedule that for next time I'm home. We're, we're all playing cards against humanity. I just don't see what that, what that old fart has to say. He, I mean, I want, I want to see. I want to see Jimbo play that game. Get him. Get a few beers in his system and get him playing Cards Against Humanity. Oh God! You ain't even got to play Cards Against Humanity with him. You just got to get a few beers in him, and it becomes Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's 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 how all of us turned out, anyways. So I say there is a reason we are the way we are. I mean, I I, I figured the group of us that run around have, you know, have as bad of a filter as it gets. What's a filter? I don't know. It's something you buy on fucking Barnes and Noble. Well, it's probably expensive, so I'm not even going to try and get one. Yeah, me either. Fuck it's it. No fuck. And so I, I remember playing Cards Against Mandy with you and your sisters a couple years ago when Ohio State 
won a national championship, but I don't think I've played with you since. A couple years ago. Jesus, that was like eight years ago now. We were seniors in... Oh, shit. That was almost eight years ago. No, seven years. It had been... Yeah, seven years ago, because they won in 2015 when they... Uh, had Zeke and... Oh, yeah, man. Zeke and Cardell Jones and Mike Thomas and... God, they had some names on that team. Jeez, oh, man. Okay, yeah, they did. Like Joey Boza was on that team, too, maybe... Maybe not. I yeah, he not was. Sure. He was. But uh, did you watch the game last night? Yeah, I did, man. I was so, pretty, uh, I don't know, man. I mean. That was a good it, game. It was a good game. I just, you know, I, I don't understand. If, if you're not throwing flags why, hardly at all. Right, why start throwing them at the end of the game? And now the the pass interference on Eli Apple, I th- was it Eli Apple, I think, in the end zone? Yeah, he definitely had a hand on him, but, yeah, that, you know. That was a, but the one that pissed me off was that BS holding call they on, on linebacker. On Wilson. Yeah. I was like, that was not. I explained I, that to someone earlier today on Facebook, though. See, the thing is, no matter where you're at, what level of the game you're at, that's going to get called every single time because the assumption is that a linebacker cannot run with the number one wide receiver, no matter who it is or what it is or what kind of route it is. If there's some sort of stumble by the number one receiver while he's being covered by the linebacker, there's going to be a flag regardless because typically you're in the middle of the field. There's no one there with a perfect line of sight to see what's happening, so the ref just assumes and he throws the flag. But that's that's unfortunate, and it's just the way it typically goes. But oh yeah, and I mean, in my opinion, the... in my opinion, you threw three flags through the first three quarters. What in the hell? Did the last two minutes mean you had to make it into a laundry match for? Let them fucking yeah. play. <laughs> you missed a goddamn neck getting broke for a touchdown in the beginning of the opening the second half. That's like, what I was saying. Come on, you know, I was... let them play. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, and I'm not like I'm not mad that the Rams won. I just didn't like how it ended after the game. It was. Oh, yeah, and I have seen, there's a lot of there's so many guys on that Rams team I freaking just love to watch play. Oh yeah, I would have just been a lot more happier if they were still the St. Louis Rams and not the L.A. Rams. I agree. I L- agree. L.A. Uh, but they went where the market was, and you know that's their call. But yeah, I, I was rooting for the Rams uh, mainly because I wanted to see Matt Stafford and uh, Andrew Whitworth and you know Cooper Cup get a ring and. I, I was like, it's a bonus that OBJ is going to get one. And, you know, Cam Akers coming back from that Achilles tear right beginning of camp uh, this year. And then, you know, Vaughn Miller getting a second and Aaron Donald finally getting one. I was like, I, I got to root for the Rams. Also, I'm Pittsburgh fans, and I'm not going to root for a rival team to win. But I did want to see Burrow do well in the game, and he did. He did well for the amount of pressure he had. I, I wanted to see Cincy win. I mean, I'm a diehard Browns fan, but you're never going to see me root against an Ohio team. Like, there's just, unless Cincinnati's playing the Browns or the Bearcats are playing the Buckeyes, that's obviously. I mean, I've rooted against Ohio teams my entire life, so. I know you, I know you have. I mean, you're just a, a little traitor. <laughs> hey, you know what? We still got six rings, so. Yeah, it's been about ten years since we got one, but yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm no footballologist here, so um, we, we ain't winning any for another ten. So nope, neither. I will probably never wear one. So 
Mainly because I'm not a fucking football player. Well, you'll have to fly back to Ohio in 2027, and we'll go up to Canton and sit and drink beers or whatever for three nights in a row and watch Tom Brady and Big Ben get inducted. Maybe even Andrew Whitworth and Aaron Donald from what reports have been saying. Well, if Joe Thomas goes in one of those classes, I'll be down. But uh, Joe Thomas is going early. He's, he's getting in here in the next two years. Yeah, he needs to. He's not eligible yet, I don't think. Yeah, I know. It's whatever. But. And say it's seven years. Actually, I think he's eligible next year. So. He, he retired in 14, didn't he? No, he retired in like 16 or 17. Oh, then he's got a couple years yet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Big Ben and Tom Brady, that's going to be one you got to go to, and they got to make it Patriots versus Steelers. At the Hall of Fame game, I'm pretty sure they do. Isn't it always AFC versus NFC? Not, I mean, typically, yeah, but not always. Like this last year was Dallas and who was it? Actually, you might be right because when I went in 2007, it was Pittsburgh and New Orleans. Shit, I've only ever been to one, and I was really young, man. I was, I was, I was. Uh, Little little Joe. Yeah. And, um, hey, when, I, the, when I went in 2007, Drake was still considered fat boy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. That's. I'm definitely gonna be there, you know, because Big Ben's my favorite player I've ever seen since you know Troy got inducted. But uh, now I gotta find a new player because it looks like Juju's leaving. So. Good. It's either going to have to be T.J. Water, Minka Fitzpatrick, or uh, even Cam Hayward, but he's probably another three years from retiring too. Yeah, I say they should all just leave. Hey, you know what? You ain't ever getting Minka or T.J. So the Browns. I would love to get into this debate right now. Let's do it. So no, let's not do it. You know damn well Miles Garrett is a second-rate citizen compared to T.J. Watt. Uh, you know it. Stats, game impact at all. Every single category. My God, Fury. Does your throat ever stop hurting from all the Pittsburgh dick you suck? Nope. It's always ready for more. <laughs> <laughs> so I can hear that. <laughs> I just can't wait to have a conversation with a Steelers fan that doesn't involve, you know, Oh, TJ Watt. Well, that's all we got going for us right now. What do you mean? <laughs> Look yeah. at our team. That's all we got. Well, you got guys like Chase Claypool that like to celebrate with 40 seconds left and you're down by a touchdown. I don't want to be reminded of that. That guy. I'm not going to say that. That That's not nice. <laughs> he He should have finished college. Let's put it that way. Uh, he's he'll, he'll be fine. He needs to up a little bit, and then he'll be fine. Yeah, but that's the problem, though. With Juju probably going to leave, there's no veteran leadership in that wide receiver room. And none in the Q- QB room, either. Well, that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, sure. yeah. I'm almost waiting for Mike Tomlin to retire here just so that way he doesn't lose his never-losing season like Ben. Because Ben's the only reason he ever got close to never having a losing record. Yeah. I don't think he's all that great of a coach, 
he might be a good leader, but he ain't that great of a coach. He always underperforms. So, but then again, you know, you guys got a great coach that needs to give over play calling to somebody else, and you guys oh, win your games. I don't even. We just need to change the subject because talking about Cleveland Browns football right now just makes me want to put my head through the fucking roof. Why? Uh, I, I don't. You, I mean, you've already listed off them all. Brand new season. Why, 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 why go into any more depth with it? They suck. What's a brand new season? You don't know if they suck anymore or not. You ain't seen them play well, a game yet this season. Yeah, I sure ain't. I sure ain't predicting them to go to the Super Bowl this year. That's for sure. Well, neither am I. I'm actually probably gonna. You know, I'll make a way too early prediction. It's gonna be Kansas City, and you know what? I think it'll be Kansas City and probably Seattle. I think Seattle bounces back heavy this year. I think Russell should, Westbrook or Russell Wilson stays and Yeah, you should you should hang up the phone. That's a horrible prediction. Hey, it's a way too early prediction. It's allowed. I think neither of those teams make it. It's either that or it's gonna be Buffalo and like I don't know, like Saint or the Rams again. Uh, That'd be a matchup I'd watch. Josh Allen versus Matt Stafford. I, I would watch that game. Oh yeah, yeah. be throwing fucking piss missiles the whole game. Yeah, that that would be a hell of a game to watch. So, oh shit. So, I told you I got my my mount back, didn't I? Or did I send you pictures of it? Yeah, yeah, you sent me a picture of that thing. Man, that thing was a freaking brute. Oh yeah. He, he's a he's a stud. You see the the shit he's hanging on the table or whatever, or whatever I made for him. Um, I think you sent me a picture of that too. I'll have to go back and look. Like I love the way the mount came out and how the work came out from tax service, but like I don't know, that table is one of my favorite parts. Yeah, it looks, yeah, it looks good. Definitely a good looking mount. Where'd you where'd you take him to? Uh this is gonna sound really bad, but. I don't know the guy's name. Um, he's in my phone and my contact list as taxidermist. Um, and he's the farrier for my dad. He comes down and t- helps take care of the horse every so often. And well, there you that's go. How my dad, that's how he figured out. Like I was down here in my apartment after I killed him. And two weeks had gone by. And my dad calls and said, hey, your, your deer's in taxidermist. I was like, oh, he is, is he? I didn't know. I hadn't made up my mind how I wanted him or where I wanted to take him yet. But uh, Zach's deer that he got this year, and uh, he's in a taxidermist right now. He's been in shortly after mine went in, and he ain't got it back yet, and he's paying more. I paid just under $600 and got mine back in two months. Oh, yeah, they, they sure as shit ain't cheap. Hell no. I, I got mine uh, from that buck I shot back in 2019, I think. Shit, I don't even remember the date, name of the guy I went through. Um, How did it come out? I ain't seen them out. Um, I don't know if I got a picture of it on my phone, not, but it, it came out real nice. It's uh, yeah, I mean, it looks good. I got all three of my my deer heads are all three hanging in my barracks room. So really, yeah, country boy up in New York. What's that? I said the only country boy in New York. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Might as well be. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I mean, I got, that's, I'd say, you know, the group of buddies I, I ran around with my first couple years up there in New York, I mean, most, they're, they're, they're all pretty big time hunters. My buddy Eric, he do freaking real nice bucks in New York this year. Um, more Southern New York. Um, I can't, I can't remember the name of his hometown, but, um, they, they, yeah, they were definitely two nice bucks that no way in hell I would have passed up on. Yeah. And so you, you've gotten every single buck you've killed mounted, right? Yep. I've gotten three and all, all three are mounted. First one, the first one I got, he was a real young seven, not, not a monster, but you know, I was nine or 10 when I shot him. So, uh, dad, uh, I didn't even know I was getting them out. Dad actually did it for me. Present. Um, no kidding. And then the second one was that was actually the second nine or the first the first big big boy I got was uh, that nine pointer I shot open day of postseason our uh, new year of high school. What year of high school? That was our senior year. Senior year. Okay. I actually, y'all might have had a, that might have been on a Friday night. Actually, I think y'all football game that that I didn't go to, so I could hunt. Well, I didn't go to football games at senior year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I, I spent my time working at the lodge. Yep. I'm I'm trying to remember if I helped you track that deer or not. I don't think I think you stopped out later in the night. Um, yeah, I remember driving. Dad was when I shot him. So I was out hunting with Skyler Flanagan that night, and Skyler was probably about 150 yards away from where I was in a different stand. We were both hunting over the city field, and um, it was uh, the, we're starting to lose some light. Go ahead, probably about like another 30 minutes or so of hunting, but it was a pretty quiet night. So I was considering just throwing the towel in a little early. Plus, I couldn't see shit because, you know, the field we were hunting still had corn on it, but I was over on the edge of that ravine where they all kind of funneled out of the woods to go to the cornfield. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I knew there was a ton of them in the cornfield just because, you know, I'd see them 50, 50 to 100 yards away, just barely. I, I would just catch, you know, a sight of their tail going into the corn. Um. But yeah, that was actually, um, I was actually, I was about ready to get out of my stand and I was halfway down my ladder and I heard a twig snap about like 50 yards to the right of my stand. Yeah. And I turn around and I see, you know, all, all I really see was a body at the time because um, he was still on the edge of the woods and then stepped out in full and I saw his rack and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> So I, like, scurry back up the tree stand. He never heard me. He wasn't looking at me, nothing. He was just kind of, you know, he, he wasn't even really, he just kind of had his head down and was, you know, moving towards the cornfield slowly. And then um, probably, like, five minutes passes. He gets pretty, he's about, like, 25 yards or so from my stand. Still not a shot on him because I had, you know, some brush in the way. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I hear I hear Skyler yelling from his tree stand <laughs> and, and um, he, he was like, so apparently there was this doe, he was trying to get out of his stand 
and there was this little doe that wouldn't leave. So he just like yelled like, "Hey, Dick!" That's such a Skyler thing to do. Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> he yells, "Hey, bitch!" I hear it. The buck, <laughs> the buck looks up, and I, I was like, "All oh, that, that motherfucker! Like, this buck's about to take off into the woods." And now he ends up just he takes like a few more steps, like towards my stand, away from the brush, like still looking down to like Skyler's area. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? And that, yeah, gave me a perfect broadside shot, and. I drilled him, like double lunged him. I mean, he went. The only, it's probably the easiest buck I ever tracked because, you know, normally in that area when you shoot a, you shoot a deer, they just turn and run back into the woods and go down that freaking hill with briars and. Mm-hmm. Uh, him, I shot him, and he just ran right into the cornfield and died in the cornfield. Oh yeah. Uh, so, but no, I think I had, uh, his dad was still at work when I shot him. Um, so Skyler and his dad, Scott, came and, uh, I think, no, not Chase, because Chase would have been playing football. Um, but yeah, Skyler and Scott came and they helped me, uh, drag him out. And we got him cleaned out and everything. And I think the best part of that night was when we cut the, cut his nuts off and, Tied him around the windshield wipers of Dad's truck when he got home, <laughs> and and Dad didn't know about it until he got up to work the next morning, yeah. and um, it was raining the next morning, so he flipped his windshield wipers on. He's got deer balls <laughs> going back and forth over his fucking windshield. And oh, I would love oh, to be there for it, that ass whooping. Oh, it, it didn't it didn't take him long to get me up in the wake that morning. <laughs> yeah, son, get that shit off my truck. So, yeah, that, that was that was a fun that was a fun hunt. Um, definitely a lot of laughs that night, and you know, Skyler, him and I got a lot of good hunting stories. And we sister, I still remember the night um, we were having some beers um, at, at my cousin's house that lived right up the road from us. Yeah, and we were both still in high school. And we just rode our four-wheelers over, you know, we weren't were drunk or anything. It was just, you know, it was, um, I think it was just on a weekend during the school year. We went up there, had a couple, had a couple beers, hung out, played some, played some pool. And, um, we both get on our four-wheelers around at just like 10 o'clock at night. You know that oil well that sits right up by our house, like right up past it? Yeah, uh, where the cops always sit. Yes, exactly, where the cops always sit. Sure enough, Skyler and I rip it out of that driveway, and there's a cop sitting there. <laughs> and and he, he pulls, he ended up pulling Skyler over, and I just rode down the road to the house. And <laughs> Oh, man, I think Skyler was only a sophomore then, because that was my senior year. Oh, jeez. So. Oh, man. Oh, if... You can tell a story about it every time you've just been pulled over by cops. I, oh, God. I, I've been pulled over enough. Like, there's still one time that bugs the shit out of me. And I hope he fucking listens to this episode and he hears it. Because, you know, every time I hear, I remember it, I'll fucking yell at him for it. So, back when Zach had the RMZ 250. And Seth had a little... Little, like... I don't remember what you call them, but it was like a mini bike Yamaha, but it was a dirt bike, not a mini bike, but that size, you know what I mean? Um, so Seth was riding that, Tim was riding 
Zach's RMZ250. And uh, whatever possessed Tim. Um, so, yeah, Tim was drive, riding an RMZ250. Um, we had just dropped Seth's little mini bike Yamaha off at my house because it quit working. And I was driving Tim's dad's side by side with snowplow in the front, which is like a ranger utility. And we're going back down to Funkhauser's, you know, down the road from my house. It's getting a little dark. Uh, we're about there to the campground. You know where that's at. And yep. We're just cruising. I mean, we weren't really going fast, but on the we had gone. This is like the second trip or so we had done this on, and Seth's bike was so loud. It, it it's it, I'll call it a screamer. Like that sucker made a two smoke two smokers sound like nothing. And <laughs> apparently, someone had called the cops because his bike was so loud. Um, yeah. Thankfully, it had quit working, so we left it at my house. My mom and dad's house so there was no evidence it was us um and we're, we're almost to the campground and this sheriff's rolling towards mom and dad's house so we're opposite road and like to turn around on this road where we were at you would have had to done like an 18 point turn which mm-hmm. leaves the door open for plenty of time to escape right yeah. tim, tim fucking pulled over <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And I couldn't leave him because then I would be the dick. And like, Seth's telling me, just leave, just leave. Like I said, it's getting dark. I have headlights. Tim doesn't. I was like, fuck, I can't do that. So I pull over. I should. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I should just left. Been like, dude, there's plenty of places to pull off from trails and stuff. Like I know every, I know every rabbit, squirrel trail, deer trail in the area around there. Um, yeah. So we would have got way easy. And there's no identifying markers, so like it's not like they could even track this down the road. You know what I mean? So Tim, Tim pulls over, cop does his 18-point turn, gets around, whips his lights on, comes up to us, license, yada, yada, calls in another unit. So then they, they kind of like bottleneck us, and they're, he's talking to us. He's like, all right, I need VIN numbers. I was like, I don't fucking know where that shit is. I don't, this ain't even mine. It's, it's his dad's. So then he, he opens up the bed, finds the VIN number, goes up to Zach's bike and says, where's the VIN number on this? And Tim, of course, is like, I don't know. It's not my bike. It's my buddy's bike. He let me ride it. So it's this just sounded worse and worse for us at this point. And he finds it eventually. And then he runs the VIN numbers. And we had told him that side by side is Tim's dad's. And we had permission to use it. And we had gotten permission from the guy who owns the, or the RMZ to let us use it. Well, it comes back and... Zach had no registration on the RMZ. He had a title, but he didn't register the bike. So, you know, when he ran the VIN, it didn't come up to him. And then he ran the VIN of the side-by-side, and it came up to Tim's dad, Carl. And he's like, well, none of these are in your guys' names. So uh, we may have a problem here. You guys been drinking? And, you know, me and Seth been drinking for like three, four hours at this point. Tim didn't drink still at that point. So me and Seth are like, you know, looking up in the side of the woods next to us, like this is this might be time to go. You know, it's not our shit that's going to get impounded if we run. And so then the other cop kind of talked that guy down. It was a younger guy that got talked down. The older guy was like, "Yeah, it's not a big deal. Like they're just going up to their buddies to park them and hang out," which we had told him. So then the older guy talked him into letting us go and making sure we just did the speed limit and then parked them for the night. And, of course, we obliged and said, yes, sir, no problem. Um, we, as soon as they left, dude, I fucking whipped around, 
Tim and I fucking took off like a bat out of hell. I said, fuck this, I'm out. We got back to James's and James is like sitting there waiting on us for three, two hours like, what the hell took you so long? And we explained it to him and he, we all make fun of Tim for this for the, to this day. Like, you see red and blues and you're not in the vehicle, you run. Period. You run. You know? <laughs> well, I'm not going to condone that. But <laughs> I mean, you get caught at your own risk. You, you get you take it in jail. That's your fault. You didn't run fast enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Until you get hit in the back with a taser or some shit. You know, some of us got to fall. Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> it's like hey, when you're running from a bear with a fat guy. You trip the fat guy, the bear eats the fat guy, you get to live. That's the secret to live live a nice long life. And, uh, never, never have a reason to have to run. <laughs> <laughs> That's a boring life, though. Oh, 100%. You know. But it is what it is. I mean, it turned into a decent story, but we give Tim all kinds of shit for it now, still. I mean, especially on Bay Road, where we were at, like, you run, you know? Oh, well, yeah, that's that's different. I mean, I mean, Bay Bay Road's got more freaking... Pull-offs in the trails and shit than half the county, because... There ain't ever cops on that side of the county, really. I mean, if there, if there is a Sasquatch, it lives out on Bay Road. I'll fight one of them suckers, I swear. One day, if they ever get exposed as real, I'll fight one barehanded. Yeah, or you can just steal Dad's pepper spray and use that. That's Andy's forte. I, I'm, I didn't use that shit. Well, I don't know. Who was it? You or him that tried to taste it as fucking breath spray? No, Andy sprayed it in my mouth. And then he wiped his eyes later that night. Oh, yeah, that's right. He sprayed it in your eyes, and then he starts laughing, and then he puts it down, and he's laughing so hard he's almost crying, so he goes to wipe the tear away from his eye, and he rubbed his own fucking eye. Yeah. And now I got two screaming fear twins in my freaking basement. I wasn't screaming. It hit me in the mouth. It was like I got a bottle of Frank's Red Hot just down my throat. Yeah. That's when I had to escort boot. I had to escort the entire basement to the barn so we could go play quote-unquote barn ball while you suffered with pepper spray in your eyes just so I didn't get yelled at by mom and dad. Hey, it all worked its way out because the next day I knocked Andy out in the basement. Was that in the basement or was that when it, no, that when was, it was... That was in the basement. We boxed right there next to the door uh, by the driveway and Andy had slipped and fell and I like sucker punched him in the face and bounced his head off the concrete, knocked him out. We all laughed like little fucking demons, went outside and were laughing about it. Didn't realize your mom was sitting in the sink well, doing dishes and could see us outside by the tree. And Andy come back know. out and fucking sucker punched me back after he woke up and bloodied my nose. And yeah. that's when the wooden spoon <laughs> no, got broke uh, out. Yeah, because he took you down and you guys were laying on the ground. Mom comes out yelling with the wooden spoon and was about to beat the shit out of all of us. <laughs> yep. And then... Yep. And then and then you throw your hands to the side, like, okay, I won't do anymore. And then Andy just pops you right in the nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's one thing about me and Andy. When we were fighting or boxing, like, it's never over. Never. You gotta keep your hands up at all times. It don't matter if someone's breaking it up. Those, you gotta those, to, this, to this day, those boxing gloves were the absolute worst gift I ever got. Because anytime I had friends over, you guys always just put them on and corner me and beat the shit out of me with both pairs. That's because you never did anything about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I could have, I couldn't, that's, that's, you guys are how I learned how to fight dirty, man. Try that shit again, I'll flick a ball sack, I got <laughs> How do you think we learned to fight, well, obviously me and Andy learned to fight dirty because we need advantages to beat each other up, but. 
Yeah, well, if there was ever a list we to put together as to why we're all missing brain cells, that your, list... Your barn is the that. top of my list. Yeah, that barn, man. I leaked a lot of brain cells on that barn floor. Oh, God. That was the best game of barn ball we ever If you split your head wide open... I'm still oh. pissed about it to this day, dude. Like, my face is disfigured permanently because of that. Your face was disfigured before that. You're an ugly son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, I ain't the best looking, that's for sure. But I wasn't as bad as I am now. Now I got Andy's a fucking half-assed Harry Potter scar above my eye. Yeah. But, hey, I, I believe I was winning that game, too, until Andy fucked my face up. No, neither of you were winning. Neither of you ever beat me in basketball. You couldn't get the ball away from us because we'd just tackle you and rip it away from you. Well, yeah, that's true, I guess. I believe it was me or Andy that was winning. I, I don't know, man. That, we were, what, fucking 14, 15 years old? Oh, that was sophomore year of high school. I split my face open. Yeah. It was right after a track meet. I remember that to this day. Good old, good old memories. I remember driving back through town, blood still rolling down my fucking face, and me looking at Andy going, I need to get some water right now. I'm about to pass out. He pulls over, and I walk in Speedway in the corner. Got a bottle of water. The lady said she couldn't do it, had to go back and get someone else to take it because she was going to pass out from seeing the blood roll off my face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the that was the very no, that was the second time I'd split my head open. First time was Alex Christie right after OGT sophomore year, and a guillotine, and then oh, that's some oh. The last time I got my head split open was the side by side accident with Trenton. Good times, good times, a lot of scars. Yep. <laughs> I think I got the most scars out of it. So as much as you got beat up with the gloves, I got beat up with everything else. Uh, well, look, look what it turned you into today. You're still a pussy. Somebody has to be. Mm-hmm. I remember Zach Blake chasing me through his fence with a cattle prod one time. <laughs> that pissed me off. Hey, I could- I feel it. That's something Blake would still do. Fuck yeah, he would. That's why we... Well, I mean, not we, but like that's why the battery don't work on them things anymore, and Mike and Lisa quit buying them. Because we would chase the fuck out of each other and try and zap each other. Yeah, we... I don't know. We. I'm glad we grew up the way we did, though. I mean, I would have taken that, that, that childhood of us just picking the living hell out of each other our entire childhood over top of... You know, being behind a screen playing video games and on a phone all the fucking time. I'm so happy, too. Like, I couldn't imagine being... Like, we got Snapchat and Instagram and Twitter all started to hit its peak right as about our 8th grade so- freshman year. And I'm happy yeah, it took that long. I don't think I had any social media until senior year of high school. I didn't get to use a whole lot of social media until senior year of high school because I didn't get a cell phone until I was in that was capable of social media until senior year of high school. Yeah, that's what that's same how I was. I I was on a flip phone same. until that. I remember having the oh what the hell were they called the Samsung sliders that were the most durable phone ever created. Oh fuck, I, I forget. I don't remember what they were called, but they were the they were the 
most badass phone ever. Like you run it over the truck and call someone right afterwards. Oh yeah, now you drop it. Now you drop your on a blade of grass and you got to replace the fucking screen. Yeah, like my phone, the speaker, the earpiece speaker doesn't work anymore. So I, when I call people, I have to have it on speaker. The the phone's eleven hundred dollar phone that I haven't even paid off yet. Like I didn't do nothing to drop it or break it or anything. It just quit working. Sure. Yeah, that's I, believable. I do. I take very good care of my phone now, especially when I started using it to film deer hunts, and you know, I started getting personal contacts. Like, if I don't have my phone, I can't work. So I started taking very good care of it. Yeah, unfortunately, that's how work is for me. Me now too. Well, I mean, pretty much everybody, but can't this this world just does not know how to operate if technology goes to shit. I mean, it's bad to think about it. In Carrollton, the last six months, there's been two bar- two fiber optic lines be cut, and the entire service in the county goes down completely. And both, t- like the first time, I freaked out and got pissed off because you know I got off work and I had homework I had to do, like graduate homework I had to get fucking finished and turned in, and I had I to drive out of, out of this whole dumbass group of guys that we've ran around with our whole lives and you were like the only one with a degree yeah but degrees don't mean you're smart <laughs> no it's i mean it's still it's still a good move i'm actually i'm starting college uh in august finally for what uh that i don't know yet i mean you're just getting general studies in right now yeah, general studies is going to start happening i mean that's not I'm, a bad idea because that means you'll be able to because those classes will be easier and then when you get whatever content class you want, you'll be able to fucking focus on yeah. that. And, and the way the service is going these days too, like you know they, you know, you know the best way to stay competitive for promotion once you move, once I start moving up even more is with college credits. So really, yeah, that's a huge thing they look for. I know when I so. tried to join, probably about this time last year, I tried to join again. You know, I what, tried. They told you stupid. No, I tried, you know, I tried several times doing the Army and got turned down every single time, but um, the run recruiter, I know him personally, so I, he was, like, on the level with me trying to figure out a way to get me in any way possible, um, and I told him, I was like, well, looking, trying to, like, since I know I have this, you know, the, uh, an autoimmune disorder that's, you know, one of the bigger red flags for the Army to say no, but looking to, like, maybe trying to get me into OCS to where I could, like, you know, get an assignment where I won't be in a physically demanding environment, you know, because I do have a bachelor's degree. So I technically could, if I get in, go to OCS if they would accept me. And he's like, all right, I'll check that route out for you. And the thinking was, it's like not what I really want to do, but the thinking was it would be the only way to get me into the Army. And then it turned out, obviously, that, you know, that autoimmune, autoimmune disorder, it, it was a big red flag, and the Army said, get the fuck out. But, yeah, I was like, oh, I might try yeah. to try my luck become an officer and be better pay and I might not have to beat the crap out of my body anymore shit man I, uh, I know there's a lot of good dudes a lot of good dudes that just have some setbacks and it, it doesn't work out for everyone and that's okay there's so much more in love and um, for me it's just you know I found something cause, you know outside of you know the military and farming there's just really not much else that I've ever you know, really ventured out to do, and, um, you know, regardless, regardless if it's that or 
you know, this, that, or the other. If it's, if it's you know, blue-collar work, I'm all about it. Yeah. I, that's how most of us are we're born and bred in. I'll just... Um, it's been beaten to our skull since we were little. You start exactly. a project, you you work hard, no matter how much it hurts or how bad you hate it. If it's supporting you, you're getting what you need out of it. You do it, and you don't question anything. You don't say nothing negative to the boss man or anything like that. You go, you go complain about your problems behind closed doors, and you keep your you keep your nose to the grindstone. Exactly. I mean, and you know, and I think like you know. We all pretty much left out with, you know, awesome, you know, parents to kind of admire after work ethics, too. And, right. uh, you know, seeing seeing the work my dad been for that farm through the, you know, to this day, it's just, you know, to me, I just, I'd give, oh, man, if I could go do it all over again, a heartbeat, you know, especially if we could have kept the farm in the long run, uh, if, it, if it meant me never joining and... But we got to keep the farm. I would have a hundred times. But right. you know, you can't really can't really live with that kind of mindset. It's right, that's about. that's armchair quarterback, and you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty, and you know, it's it sucks to think about it sometimes. Like you know, it's right. uh, it, but there's that the stupid time, saying. You know, yeah, it's you, stupid you, saying you shouldn't live with regrets. I mean, I've obviously really, got a lot of regrets, especially the last couple months i've found a lot of regrets but you know that's stupid to say you shouldn't live with any regrets because then you have no motivation to go forward and you don't have anything to learn from to go forward yeah exactly i mean i think i think that's that's a big thing it's like you know don't 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 let it get to your head to the point to where you're finding yourself in a depressed state of mind but but you need to remind yourself of your failures you know like yeah learn from them yeah, that's how that's how you like, and that's how you evolve, and you know this. You can, you're never you're never gonna model another thing like, um, and, and that's what I like because I I wasn't coddled growing up, um, and I know you and your brother weren't either. I know Lane wasn't, and you know most of our buddies, none of us were really ever coddled. We were just taught like, hey, you know, you fucked up, suck it up, and you know just do better. Don't do it again. You know, like what would my mom's famous saying whenever we'd have friends over or whatever and there'd be a wrestling match or someone got in a fight or something like that and she'd be like, was it self-inflicted? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was always. Yeah, yeah, it was self-inflicted. I don't care. Are you dying? No. Bone broken? No. Are you bleeding? No. I don't care. Get get the hell out of my face. (laughs) You know, that, that was how we were raised, like. Unless yep. it's unless it's emergency yeah. needs, or you did it to yourself and it still not emergency needs, that sucks. Go, go yeah, deal with it. It's not like you know. I'm I'm definitely not a person that you know. I, I would never tell somebody else how to raise a child or anything like that. Cause I don't I don't know how it is. I did, and I don't even think I want a freaking rug pet. But um, but you know. Uh, <laughs> to some points it's just like peace man like you know let, let the kid fall down get a bruise cry it out and um you'll be you'll be fine right like I told someone this the other day um stupid is supposed to hurt we're good but you know like if you don't like those words then you ain't gotta hang out with them you ain't gotta say it it's no. but stupid is supposed to hurt 
That's my point. Stupid is supposed to hurt. That's why our parents growing up, they didn't have warning labels. They didn't have things saying, hey, don't eat Tide Pods because it'll kill you. And in my opinion, if you're stupid enough to put a Tide Pod, Tide Pod in your mouth and chew on it, you know, see ya. I'll see you in about 70 years when I croak. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not going to feel bad for you. Huh? That long. Oh, it probably won't be that long, but like, I'm yeah. not going to feel bad for someone because they ate a Tide Pod. Like, no, you were no. stupid. You're su- it's supposed to hurt. Like, you were stupid. There's a specific warning on the back. Do not eat. Call poison control if you do. Like, that lady that fucking did something to her hair or the other couple months ago or a year ago or something like that. Uh, you talking about the Gorilla Glue? Yeah, she put Gorilla Glue in her hair and it fucking, what did it do? It she, tried, she tried suing him and everything and I'm just like, like this no, is you dumbass. Dumb like, don't be fucking stupid. Oh my god. Like, I was just like, it's gotta be, I was, I was like, you, you can't fix stupid. No, stupid, stupid is supposed to hurt so that no, way you Ron, don't do stupid shit again. Ron White said best you can't fix stupid. Right. <laughs> and you know what one of my other favorite things is you play stupid games you win stupid prizes yeah well I mean that one's that one's been around since the 1700s right like you know don't well, raise because people don't get it like the people that go to zoos and fucking poke at tigers or shit or piss them off and then fall in the habitat and get fucking mauled to death like Yep. I got yep. no fucking sympathy for you, dude. I yeah, yep, suck your family ain't got you no more. I, but I, see that, I see that shit, and I'm just like, well, rest in peace, homeboy. Not even that, like, rest in stupidity, dumbass. Like, it sucks yeah. your parent or your family don't have you anymore, but, you know, if you weren't stupid, they would still have you. So. But, uh. Fun. That was a fun little rant. Yeah. It was, actually. Definitely gonna hear about that one later <laughs> but uh alrighty well you got anything else you want to talk about I don't know it's your podcast not mine I, I'm just leaving it open in case you had something you desperately wanted to say well um I don't think my life's that uh that special to have anything important to say um I would agree yeah, yeah well <laughs> I mean, my life ain't important. Hell, I only got 23 followers. I mean, there's not much I have to say other than, you know, I'm ready to get some outdoor time in, which we've hardly talked about at all today, but regardless. That's all right, though. This podcast is not just fucking hunting. Oh, no, yeah. It's it's fine by me. And, I mean, we got plenty of of more chances to rant on and on about outdoor activities, so. Yep. And say, um... What's you wear a size large shirt? No, I'm a medium. Oh, you're getting a large. That's all I ordered. <laughs> I ordered extra large and large. All right, well, I'll wear I'll wear a fucking large then. But uh, I'll get you a hat and a shirt. So well, what, the merchandise isn't like open to the general public at the moment because I ordered a select amount to see kind of how it goes, but. Eventually, I'll have some to sell and stuff like that. So, but it, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it looks like I'm wearing a large. 
you know, sorry, you can wear a dress. Yeah, I mean, mail that shit to me when you can. When they get in, I'll fucking I'll rock that shit. Well, I'll... he should be working on it right now, and if he gets it done before you go back up, then I'll just bring it over one weekend. Well, I mean, I leave next Friday on the twenty fifth. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know what day you left. I know you said sometime in February, but excuse me. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm in the home stretch down here, so. And you get to leave the Kentucky bluegrass and go back to the freezing winter state. Yeah, I go back to the four feet of snow drum kept up there waiting for me to get back. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah, no, I'm just so excited to see all of that for no, I can't, you know, like, if it snows much more up there this year and I trip and fall into it, I'm gone. Like, I will die in that shit. Yeah, you're almost too short to get out. Yeah, ex- that's what I'm getting at. I wonder how Megan survives in Illinois during the winter. Because she's short as fuck. She's more badass than you, that's probably why. She's more badass than you, too, there, guy. I wouldn't piss me off. I'll fucking, she's eight hours away. I'll piss her off. She can't do nothing. Shit. Nope, I'm, I ain't pissing her off. I'm not pissing my sisters off either because both of them beat my ass too. See, I'm four hours from your sisters too, so I'm not worried about them. I, You know, if I'm in person, I'm scared of them, but I'm four hours plus from them, so I'm fine. And so yeah. when Megan loses her temper... Oh, it's scary. Like when Marie loses her temper, it's kind of funny because I never know if she's drunk or she's sober when she's doing it. But when oh, she, she, it's hilarious. I just she just like the angry little up. Yeah, but when Megan loses her temper, hit the hills. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it's got to be the name Megan. Yeah, something about that name. I don't know, man. But uh, well, you can leave your social media up if you want to, or not. Doesn't matter to me. Um, well, I mean, social media is, you know, I'm, I'm just on Facebook as Joe Newell. Um, that's really the only social, I got Snapchat too, but, um, I don't know, I don't really use it that much. Well, I do, but usually only when I've had a couple drinks, so. Right tonight. No, I, 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 I swag the, uh, couple swigs from the old fireball Ugh. this shit tastes like fucking middles this shit tastes like vomit because that's what will happen if I drink it yeah that's yeah whatever but, uh, I don't know it's all I had I didn't feel like going on a beer run after class today I was like fuck it I'll just swig this bottle I got left I don't blame you no. but uh yeah I mean Social media-wise, though, you know, I'm, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm, I'm sure here in the coming months, I'll start posting a little bit more outdoorsy stuff. Um, for now, it's good quality meme. So, well, we'll we'll have to get together here soon, buddy. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I'll, I should be coming back to Ohio here probably by sometime. Um, okay, I'm maybe a- before. I get a long weekend if I get a chance to drive down. I might just down for like a four day visit. And, yeah. Um, well, whenever you're in Ohio, I'll make sure I get some time off work and I'll come up and hang out with you. I see what kind of trouble we can get into. Oh, we can find it. I'm just, yeah. That's that's never been an issue. Well, you know, you got a 
a permanent DD now because I don't drink, so we can get into well, a lot of trouble. I'm hoping to follow suit on that here soon myself. So I've had my fun party days, but it's about time to, you know, yeah, act right and yeah, you know. save more money that way too. What's that? You'll save more money that way too. Oh my god, I just I don't even want to think because like, I've already, you know, I've got I'm I'm not where like this truck's gonna put me in a bad spot like i got plenty of money saved up for it but just to think of how much more you know i could have you know lowered its payments and everything like none of it's gonna be an issue it's gonna be affordable for me like how much more affordable it could have been had i played my cards smarter but yeah uh, live and learn so exactly but uh all buddy well i appreciate it thank you yep um. Yeah, can't wait for the next time you have me on, buddy. Yep, and say we'll we'll get you. This one will will come out on the twenty fifth. Um, I'm gonna do one that you might be interested in to hear. Some it'll be a fun one to listen to. Um, I'm recording it later this week. It is gonna be different than this setup because there's gonna be four or five of us on at once. So and it'll be right. some some college stories will come out. Yeah, we'll have to, we ought to, next time I get up to Ohio, we ought to get um, me, Blakey, and uh, Lane, and Connor, Yep. whoever well, else. This this is going to be like a test run, see how well it goes, and if it works great, then we can do more of yep. them like this down the road. Yeah, I think it'll work fine. I just, you know, it's just going to take a little bit more preparation as far as like, you know, because you don't want everybody talk, trying to talk over each other and everything, so just making sure, you know, you set out like... Who's yeah. going to talk about but so like, on, uh, so I'm just creating some good dialogue. and. Yep, I'm going to say it's so. going to be, honestly, I think since it'll be, let's see here, there's Tyler, Christian, Bulk, Colin. So there's four plus me, so there's going to be, a, it's going to be five people, so I don't think I'm even going to write like a itinerary or anything. I'm just going to roll with it and see what happens because... They don't. None of them really go out and hunt. One's from Pittsburgh. Couple for or two of them for Columbus. One's from Marlington, but now he lives in Washington D.C. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's a, that's a good little group to have right there. Then, yeah, I mean, yep. You, you know, me, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they can compete with my amazing talking skills. Because you know everything, I, everything I say that comes out of my mouth. So well, like, we're getting Bulkovic and Colin on here, so. You'll be yeah, I, you'll be a bad well, because those two really don't know how to speak English. Oh well, yeah, yeah, because everything I say sounds like fucking smooth butter, smooth butter on a hot tortilla. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Well, but, uh, all right, there, uh, sugar tits. I'll let you go for the night, sweetheart. You get your beauty sleep, and um, yep. Um, I'll I'll recruit some freaking listeners for this podcast here. Yeah, I'll let. You, Go on uh, Apple or Spotify on Friday this week and share it around this week's episode and do it again next week. Just keep giving it out. Oh, I can do that. I'll say I've been trying my best to get it spread out there. So, All right, bud. Well, I appreciate it. We'll take it easy. Right. We'll, I'll hit you up here a couple days and see what's going on. All right. Sounds good, big boy. All right. Later, buddy. Yep. Bye-bye. All right, so that, that obviously Joe, like I said, Sergeant U.S. Army.
Um, great guy. Grew up with him. Like he said, we used to beat the shit out of him. Um, a lot of good times. A lot of good memories. And say like one of the most down-to-earth guys I know. Um, could be be a jackass just as much as I can. So, uh, But I love him to death. He's like a brother to me. So, yep, that, that's it for Grindstone Adventures uh, Episode 5 of the podcast. Um, as you probably starting to understand, there's a whole bunch of different adventures that we're going on on this podcast. So, so uh, come in with an open mind and hang out, have a beer, smoke a cigarette, whatever your forte is, and uh, just sit back and enjoy. Um, as always, this isn't possible without you guys, um, the support and stuff I receive from this. So um, if you're interested in trying to get on or you have tips or critiques or anything like that just message me let me know with that um go live your life have a good one i'm out